Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. Thrilled to welcome you to another episode of Zach's Speakeasy, where you can step behind the bookcase, hear some inside stories, and all about drinks of choice. Now, your host, Zach Hilton. Welcome to a brand new episode of Zach's Speakeasy. I am your host, Zachary J. Hilton. Don't ask me what the J stands for. It's none of your business. But what is your business is going to Facebook and YouTube and following the Thrill Me Podcast Network. We upload videos, we upload podcasts, all of the great things down the pike where we got great stuff, great content, because that's the word content. Everybody loves content. So check us out there. Also follow the show on uh, Instagram, Zach Speakeasy, Untapped Zach Speakeasy. And we're just going to get into it because April 30th, I go to Spring for a red, uh, red Vein Haunt and the perfect guest to lead up into that kind of atmosphere on a weathery day that we have that is chilly, that some people wear fall clothes while coming to do, but you're also riding a bike. Uh, I have the wonderful, the amazing, the talented Kate Rose. Hello. Okay, <laughs> so it weirded me out because... I was going very brook into the paint there. <laughs> I, was, I almost said that's me, but then I also didn't want to be murdered. You didn't so... want to get stabbed. Yeah, no. And then we would have to do your job, and then yeah. it's just a mess. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, Kate, thanks for coming on. Oh, I'm happy to be here. So, Kate has a husband, and if you want to check out his episode, it was a few weeks back, maybe two months back, uh, Jason Rose. And I've met Kate through Jason, probably because you guys got married. Yeah, that would explain it. That would kind of <laughs> explain it. But um, we're going to dive deep into your like life because out of the couple, you and I have the most in common. I, yeah, I would say so. Like, me and Jason <laughs> love beer, love alcohol, love wrestling to an extent, and then we chat. We have fun with theme parks, but I don't think theme parking comes without you. Horror movies or HHN events, that doesn't happen without you. Correct. And those, I kind of feel, are higher on my level of, like, once in my life. Yeah. So, I do appreciate you bringing Jason into this world, even though he hates it. It is very begrudging for him. <laughs> it's because he loves me. Yeah. Which I think we learned from his episode. He was very sweet. He was. He was a, he was a doll. He had nothing but nice stuff things to say about you. I promise I didn't cut anything. Um, before we get into it, you brought our drink of choice tonight. I did. And I was shocked when you came in because I knew you Are said you? you... Well, I knew you said you had one. I didn't realize you were able to buy four of these now. Oh, yeah. So I'm a basic bitch through and through. You <laughs> bet your ass I'm going to find me some pumpkin latte in the middle of the spring. She did. She went to Aleworks. Which Aleworks did you go to? Um, The Williamsburg Outlet location. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is pumpkin latte. So they have a pumpkin beer, which Correct. is delightful. Actually, They're, they're all three. fantastic. Yes. But I, I find myself gravitating towards this latte one. 
How about you? I do, particularly because I made the switch from coffee to tea several years ago for health reasons. Woof! And beer is the only way I can uh, satisfy my craving for coffee without feeling like crap. Oh, because it has that taste. It has the kind of coffee taste. Exactly. I get the the flavor of coffee without the acid reflux. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, But the can, it's delightful. It's orange all the way around. It says pumpkin latte on the side, up and down vertical. But then the front of the cover is a a mock-up of the Starbucks cup. Yeah, and with that little little Aleworks green logo. Making yeah, it, it has like the, the sleeve. Star, Starbucks one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says pumpkin latte like it would would have been your name. Yeah. And then it's delightful. So I'm going to open up my can. Um, ah, yeah, that was a good sound. Kate already had hers cracked open. She's waiting. In, Ready to go. It's Monday in, off. Oh, yeah, it is. You work wild hours. I do. Wild. I've never seen someone switch as much as you do. It was way worse in my first position doing this job. Okay. Okay. So, uh, disclaimer, we might bounce around of what her job is. It is very graphic. And she asked me before recording, do you want me to scale back the details? And I said, fuck no. (laughs) This show, Sprinkle Green is around the corner. I want the gore. I want the effect. So, that being said, um, your first time doing this job is, and what is the job? Uh, So, I'm a forensic specialist for police department. Now, is the forensic part of it, I love that I was going to save this to the end, but fuck it, we're kicking off with it. (laughs) Um, uh, So, is, is the forensics like CSI? Uh, that's I'm, a loaded question. I'm just and asking to give our listeners yeah. an idea. So the way I like to describe it is that if you watch CSI, okay, what I do is more like the people in the background in hazmat suits picking things up mm-hmm. and less like the people in skirts and heels bending over bodies. Oh. Well, so, it's not as pretty then. <laughs> it is It is not as pretty. Um, I do a lot of uh, photography. I oh. do a lot of evidence collection. Um, mm. Some of that stuff means we take it back to our lab facilities and further process it to look for fingerprints or swab it for potential DNA evidence. Wow. That kind of thing. So that's the job. Correct. Okay. So uh, I just realized we're, again, I said we're jumping. How's that beer taste? <laughs> this is always satisfying. Let's see if I can maybe yeah, yeah, not yeah. spill it on myself. It smells great, by the way. Like. Uh, nothing like a pumpkin uh, beer on a crisp spring day. You're, you're oh my God. Now I just want to watch <laughs> horror movies. I mean, oh my gosh. I'm down. Well, I made a reel today, and the reel was fantastic because I don't know if it, you're out there in listener world and seen Moon Knight. I did a Moon Knight reel. Check that out on the Hunters Pods Instagram or wherever we have TikTok. We have TikTok too. Um, but I was just like, oh no, that is my life. And now you bring in this beer, which tastes just like pumpkin. Yeah, would just it, like a latte. Would it be me if I didn't bring the pumpkin along? Bring a little spooky with with no. my inherent spooky. I mean, in fairness, even Jason brought like a can with a skeleton on it. So, like, I think you are converting them. I'm rubbing off. <laughs> Almost ten years will do that, I guess. Wow, it has, it, it's been ten years. Ten years together. Together, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, 
you guys met in college. I got his side where mm-hmm. you guys were a part of the music program. Yeah. Where, like, you guys were getting bands and stuff like that. What did you do? What didn't I do is the better question. Wow, really? Yeah. So, I have a problem with being an overachiever. Yeah. And I was involved in three out of the five, like, subgroups mm-hmm. of that organization. Mm-hmm at any given point throughout my four years in college. So I started with our special events group, which mostly hosted like comedians and like speaking engagements on campus. Oh wow, okay. Um, so I've met a lot of cool people through that. Um, You're gonna have to name drop because that's uh, what I'm about. Michael Ian Black. Oh really, uh, how yeah, is he? He is hilarious and very, very awkward. Oh, has to be. Uh, I found him awkward at least. <laughs> um, you are very awkward, sir. Thank yes. you. I'm Michael Ian yeah. Black. <laughs> um, I don't know if you remember a long time ago, there used to be a show on MTV called World of Jenks. No. What is this? I honestly couldn't tell you what the show was about anymore. <laughs> okay. But I met that guy. Okay. I don't know who yeah, it is, I so I wish. Yeah. I wish. Um... Yeah, but we brought, yeah. like, Aziz Ansari came to campus. Snooki came my freshman year. That was part of that whole What group. a get. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a get. Sold out. Oh, of course it did. Sold out. Like, but that's... Peak a, Jersey that's, Shore. That's what I was going to say is, like, you got her in the time where that's only going to be that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's sell out. Like, yeah. you do it now, you could probably get someone. Like, I know... Pauly D does DJing at like Peabody's and yeah, stuff. Yes, but the question is, what does Snooki do? She wrestled at Mania. Did she? Oh yeah, she wrestled at uh, I don't know twenty something with uh, John Morrison, maybe The Miz. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying she was good at it. It was definitely a six person tag match. <laughs> yeah, and she got last time, but she did it. All right, good for her. Yeah. So you she's, you hosted she's living her life. She get money. Yeah. That's all that matters. So when do you meet Jason at this point? I met Jason my junior year. Okay. Okay. I say that in the form of a question because I have a terrible memory. That's fine. Uh, That's so, fine. Great to have yeah, in pretty, your line of work. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty solid. It was my junior year. Um, so at that point I was doing, um, our spirit and traditions committee, which mostly did like homecoming events. Right. And then, um, I was also doing film, which is another thing we connected on. Um, so that, that group basically ran the movie theater we had on campus. So you had a movie theater on campus? Yeah. It was the best. We did like... Three to five dollar movies, and we did like dollar matinees on Sundays, and everything that just finished in major theaters, yeah. but wasn't out on DVD yet, was okay. what we got. Yeah, like, so I um, never went to like AMC to see movies in college. I always waited waited till it came to Grafton. Right. So it was almost like if we could compare it to today, it's like when something has a theatrical run, and then you can rent it on your 1999 VOD. Yeah, that's exactly. What you had. Yeah, kind of. Wow, but that's we still, wild. We still worked with um, distributors and stuff. We did a um, advanced screening of Pitch Perfect. Uh, we did an advanced screening of, I think, Bridesmaids even. Oh, So we've gotten movies. a couple of, like, we had gotten a couple of really big movies. What kind of theater, if you could compare, like, was it just a room with, like, yeah, was it a, a thing- campus room? 
No, it was it was an actual theater. It was just oh, a single okay. screen. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh my god, that's my dream. Yeah. If Fresh I, popcorn all the time. It was the best. Every time I smell movie theater popcorn, I think about Man in That Station at Grafton. Oh my gosh. So from there, you meet Jason, like we said. Yep. And like, he was very upfront with how like he dug you. Yeah. So I'm guessing feelings were mute. Feelings were mute. Mooch. <laughs> <laughs> So, I guess, and if you want to hear more about that relationship, I guess go back to that Jason episode. Yeah, it doesn't need to be rehashed. He covered pretty much everything. (laughs) But I do want to know, like, because you got him back into theme parking. Mm -hmm. So, Disney, what you're repping a Diz shirt, baby. I am. So... Obviously a big thing for you. So when did you start going to Disney? Um, I went a couple of times growing up. Um, we went to Walt Disney World, World Florida with my parents. And we met like some family friends down there when I was little. Um, and then probably when I was in like third grade maybe, we went to Disneyland in California. Ooh. But Because um, I have family that lives out there. But most of those trips, I really just remember from photos more than anything else. Yeah. So yeah. once I was old enough to go back and be able to appreciate it, I went, um, I guess the spring before I met Jason, my brother was living in Orlando and was actually working at Disney World for a hot second. Was um, it really? Yeah. I think second. I knew that. Yeah. Real brief. He was a character <laughs> attendant. And, uh, Where was he? Yeah. That, I don't think it's times that he <laughs> recalls fondly about. But get ready for uh, him to <laughs> guest on in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Maybe less ghosts this time, more, mm. more. Uh... Oh, he has an interesting life too. Oh yeah. I he's... mean, just up and down. Oh yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So you went down there. Yeah, and that kind of rekindled the the flame for me a little bit because there's no better place to just forget that you're a grown up. Yeah. Yeah. So I... it's nice to just go and escape and. Mm-hmm. Try not to think about how terribly they pay their employees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not about them. It's about you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. They knew what they signed up for. <laughs> Chad knows what he signed up his daughter for. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you're right, though. There is this thing about Disney World. And, yeah, I'm a universal guy. But there is a there's a thing about Disney that gives it that upper kind of class kind yeah. of feel. Maybe how much it costs. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's like... Listen, as much as I love Disney, I'm not disillusioned to the fact that it is a very uh, privileged experience to have. Yeah, I mean, so, woof. Yeah. They don't do coupon day as much as no, usual. No, So you've been to Disneyland after with Jason. Yes. Do you have a preference of either part? I had a feeling this question was going to get asked. Dear Mariah, <laughs> And if I'm being honest, I think I like Disneyland better. That's what I'm talking about. Because for me, I've been dealing with people not telling me, like, truly how they feel yeah. between the two parts. Give me why you think land is better. So... First of all, any Disney nerd is going to tell you Disneyland started it all. So there's the historical the aspect one. of it right. that my inner nerd just very much enjoys. But really, it's the convenience of it. Because 
everywhere in Disney World. You have to get by bus. You have to get a 20-minute Uber ride between parks. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, they do their best to make it accessible with different modes of transportation, but it takes so much time out of your day and out of the enjoyment of it, and it Mm -hmm. adds stressors that don't need to be there. Right. Which, when you're on vacation, and, like, I'm sure families with small children trying to wrangle their kids on all of that has got to be a nightmare. Right. So I enjoy the fact that California Adventure and Disneyland are literally, like, feet apart from each other. Right. You can walk between the entrances. It's it's like Universal Orlando. It's yeah, like exactly. So it's, it's like being at CityWalk, yeah. Right. So being able to just book a fast pass reservation in one park and then in the other one and bounce back and forth between them wow is magical it's magical <laughs> it's true magic yeah and then on top of that i specifically think this now with the avenger campus open and star wars there like if i want to go do the cool things i can do it quicker like because yes. then you still get you still get haunted mansion you still get pirates. Yes. You get like the best of. Is yes. the the best way I can that put it. That is that is exactly how I would put it because right. everything that you love about Magic Kingdom is in Disneyland. Right. With the addition of the Star Wars thing, mm-hmm. which is in Hollywood Studios, so you have to go to a separate park in Florida for that. Exactly. That's in Disneyland. Yep. And now you've got Avengers Campus, so all those big pulls are all in one centralized location. Right. I just think it's a better deal. And, like, I've been thinking about Toddler Hilton, mm-hmm. where as much as I think Orlando is a fun gig with the hotels and stuff like that, I'm not at the hotels that often. No. Nah. Like, you're going to the park. Yeah. I'll stay at a Hilton. I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, have you been to either Oogie Boogie Bash or Mickey's Not So Scary? We have done Mickey's Not So Scary. Okay, so you've done, yes, and we had you on for Haunters to kind of talk about that, correct? I think so. I think that's what that trip was. Like what? I said, terrible memory. Right, 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 right. But what was it like going to a Halloween version of Disney? Um, I enjoyed it a lot more than I anticipated because... Mm-hmm. As much as I love Toddler Hilton, I'm not so much a kid's person. Right. So an event full of small children, I would have thought I would That's a lot be, of trouble. In, be in heck. Right. For the kid-friendly heck? version. Are you really? Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> I'm sure I've already, <laughs> oh, I already dropped oh, F-bombs. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, anyway. That's what I was like, oh, we get to Disney. <laughs> she becomes Disney. Yeah, no. Wow. So I would have been in hell. And um, it really wasn't that bad because the kids are more concerned with meeting characters and trick-or-treating and it's a prime opportunity for rides because the lines are shorter they've got cool snacks that you can indulge in and the um headless horseman is there love that leading the parade yep that's the only parade i've ever given a shit about at that part (laughs) i get that though as one guy that like i quote unquote went the villains Mm -hmm. like that one cavalcade because it was during covid so they didn't do a real parade yeah but they had that giant maleficent dragon just going around and i was like this is bitching yeah um um, you want me to warm your heart a little bit, though? Yes, make your please. Make your heart uh, two oh sizes larger. Yes. Uh, Lil Hilton has watched Hocus Pocus four times this week. <gasps> that makes times. my heart so happy. I'm talking, and this is how it went down. Yeah, I make him go to bed or whatever, and I'm like, what do you want to watch? And he was like, I want to watch something spooky. And I yes. go, okay. And I put on Disney Plus, and I, the first thing in my mind, you want to watch Witches? 
because uh-huh. that's what we have to call him. And uh-huh. he goes, yeah, yeah, what, what are you talking about? And I go uh-huh. on. He's like, okay, I'll watch this. Next day, going to bed. What do you want to watch? Witches. Witches. Yes. I want to watch witches. Then third day, comes out of his room. Daddy, I want to watch witches. And I just, for me, I was like, okay, let's watch. Let's watch it. Because I don't give you that many options. And I haven't watched it, but uh, like in a long time. But I would like to watch it before that sequel comes out. Yep. And I think this is a great opportunity. So we watched it. The whole nice. damn thing. I would credit that movie with my introduction into spooky things. Really? Yeah. That is. That's it is, the beginning. That's gotta be the beginning. Okay. Not Beetlejuice. Not Beetlejuice. Okay. Because I was probably still too young to be watching Beetlejuice mm-hmm. when it was, you know, at its peak. Right. Right. So, like... To this day, I will still text my mom when Hocus Pocus is on Freeform. That's amazing. And it's so, like... How did you start, see it first? Probably on Disney Channel. Okay. So commercials in it and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, Commercials, the whole nine yards. Yeah. I mean, that... Is it wild for you, a movie that you love, that obviously became a cult hit, mm-hmm. like... Is now kind of rebirthed in a kind of blockbusterish way. It is because everything that I would have loved having as a kid about that movie is now so accessible. So yeah. like, there's not a lot of like franchises, I guess. Yeah. That I would heavily invest my own money into frivolously. Right. Right. But. That is one of those things that if I see something hocus pocus that I love, I'm like, screw it, I'm a grown up. I have my own money. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna do it. it <laughs> it's a weird life we live in. Yeah. I thought of this the other day of just being like, I feel for the parents of past because I knew there were Batman fans. I know there's, you know, they loved things. I mean, parents were Lord of the Rings fans before mm-hmm. there was a movie, and then the movie comes out, and now there's all this merchandising, merchandising. So yeah. I feel. For us, we are lucky that the things we found as kids are kind of becoming this thing that we can pass it. Like, I just passed it to him. Yeah. And he gets a sequel yeah. this year. And it could kind of be his introduction to horror, like a true yeah. one. Not Michael yeah. Myers or anything. Yeah, no, but no, no, like, no. no, never, because, this... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this could be his thing. Yeah, I can't wait for him to meet Billy. That's and, right. And that's my front right. Yard this you're, year, then you're going to bring them again. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's a for staple reference, now. Yes, for reference, I made a half bust of Billy Butcherson, the zombie from Hocus Pocus, mm-hmm. uh, as a Halloween yard decoration. I guess two years ago, three years ago, maybe. Yeah. So he comes out every year and sits in our front yard. Yep. He's really great. You yeah. did a superb job on him. I mean, you Thank do. You. you do great job. You for want to know Halloween. something? I'm very proud of. Give it to me. Doug Jones liked the photo I posted on Instagram. Did he really? I shit my pants. Wow. <laughs> it's funny that you bring him up because uh, when we do Spring or Wing in, in a couple of weeks, we're judging a makeup contest oh, fun. while also doing a podcast. And I'm uh, we're going to do a thing about Doug Jones. I love Doug Jones. He's so great. He's what such an a weirdo. Under like, Pete weirdo. Love him. Yeah. And it's wild how much he's actually in. Like, yes. between Pan's Hocus Labyrinth. Pocus, Pan's Labyrinth, Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Like, 
He's in all these different things. He is covered a, in makeup. A chameleon of the highest order. Yeah. I mean, it, it's funny because like a lot of people give Andy Circus a lot of credit mm-hmm. about, you know, the Apes movies. Mm-hmm. Um him as uh, the Lord of the Rings. I brought it up. Let's Smeagle, whatever oh, his yeah, name yeah. is. Um but like I really it, yeah, he does bending kind of things, but we're talking about a guy that puts himself through makeup so much that like it's an art to his kind of craft yeah and like and i'm thinking of star trek as a recent thing is like have you ever have you watched discovery and i've i've seen bits and pieces of it from jason Watson. have you ever watched him walk i haven't paid attention to it but next time i catch it i will watch him walk he walks with his hands behind his back Mm -hmm. like this it's That's so, an actor, baby. Those little things. Yeah. I saw, I follow Blue him on Mama. Instagram. So there was one post I saw where he just literally wore like a circus ringmaster's vest to an award show of some kind. And I was like, that's. That's my people at heart. Yeah. I love the weirdos. Do you feel he'll get like one of those like documentary things? I hope he does. I think he should. I like, think I don't he know should. if Shudder has to put it together yeah. or something, but I would love that. You say weirdos. Yeah. Why do you say weirdos at heart? Like, childhood you, were you like this? I think I always was on the inside. Mm-hmm. But I was 100% like the the typical, like, straight-A student, jock, does good, like, plays sports, all that kind of stuff. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you like, uh, obviously, like, all kids have to, We have like, layers. Conform. We're like onions. Right. We have layers. Yeah, I don't know... Perhaps parfait. Everybody likes a good parfait. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, so what sport did you play? I played lacrosse and field hockey. Wow. Well, depends on how far back you want to go. So I did not do well with dance or soccer or any of those things. So I quit team sports Mm -hmm. of a sort for a while and swam competitively. Um, And then when I got to middle school, I joined field hockey and lacrosse wow yeah and i played field wow. hockey and lacrosse through high school how'd you most most of the way through high school how'd you like it um because it that's a brutal damn game man it depends on the team okay i liked lacrosse better than field hockey because i liked the people i was playing with better, oh, okay and i liked the coaches better okay yeah so when do you think you finally spurted off into like embracing that weirdo was it college because college does bring out a lot of like i just want to try shit yeah it was it was more so college because you kind of have that opportunity to kind of reinvent yourself Mm -hmm. and even if it wasn't a reinvention it was just embracing what was already there like i wasn't um i guess as invested in sports in college because I knew I wasn't good enough to make any like club teams or anything like that if I was going to play sports it was going to be just for fun and right. there was so much other stuff to do right the groups I got the involved groups in. you got into um so you really learned to find your your people in those groups and part of what was so nice about being so involved in so many different aspects was finding all the people who have the same interests as you and right Really, the the filmies. Shout out to my filmies that'll probably. I don't know. We'll see if they listen. You'll to share it. I'll share it. I'm gonna share, share it. They can hear it. Listen to it. They'll know they got a shout out. That's great. Um, I feel like. Filming. Yeah, I feel like 
those were my people who were unapologetic fans about all of the things that they loved. And right. it was the people that I could geek out with about stuff. Yeah. And to this day, there are some of those people that I go to with, like, did you watch so-and-so in this movie? And we just freak out about it. I get that because, like, it makes me think of when I was younger, high school, college, where I found things that I don't know if I... I won't say take for granted because I know exactly what they are, Mm -hmm. but it's things that you don't really catch on to till later in life. So like what I'm talking about is the narrow plays the Rocky horror picture show. Never seen the Rocky horror picture show up until high school. Okay. And when I see it in high school, I'm like, this is a good movie. I'm and like, that's when I'm branching into like liking musicals anyways. Yeah. So it's hitting on, it's hitting horror. It's hitting musicals. And so my friend, when I watch it for the first time, he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. The narrow does a, a thing of it, like almost every weekend. And I go, what the hell are you talking about? Like they do live shows. Yeah. There's these live events. So we go, we watch it. And granted, there's things, obviously, I wouldn't be comfortable enough to do. But there is something to say about that event that... I have yet to go to one of those. Really? Yeah. I kind of feel like... You tried dragging Jason to an interactive movie movie showing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. The Jason, 100%, would never no. be like, I'm doing this. And I will even say this. I prefer watching the movie as the movie. Yeah. Not going to the event. But going back to that weirdo thing, it's like, oh, man... I get what you people are doing because I love this. I love finding things and feeling wanted and needed in a community. Yep. And that's exactly what kind of college spurted out in a way, I guess, for you. Yeah. And even further, I would really credit my relationship with Jason in terms of like getting comfortable with things like reading comics. Mm. You know, like for the longest time it was don't read comics. Comics are for kids. Like that's too nerdy. You don't want to do that. But now I saw that Thor was going to be a woman in one series a couple of years ago. And I was like, am I going to start reading comics? And he was like, do it. Like, what do you care? Like, read what you want. I was like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. I will read what I want. Scampers off, goes on yeah. Amazon, buys and, all And I things. made friends with the girl at the comic shop, and it oh, really? was great. Yeah. Where was this? Uh, this was in Fair Oaks Mall when I okay. was when I was working in retail up north. Oh, that's that's funny that you bring that up because that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. Is because I okay. So honestly, God, I'll put it on Front Street. It's the most amazing thing when I go out with Jason and Kate. And if it's like a thing or something, and I remember it was recently for Wesserhound, we went to in Chesapeake and you had to, you have work or something. Okay. So you had to show up late, Uh but you came in like the most outfit, like you were wearing a beanie. I mean, you were like, (laughs) you were dulled to the nines. Yeah. And I'm like. Kate's looking great. And not to say that you never look great or anything, but I'm just saying like, Kate came in like looking like, and this is why I'm bringing this up. I imagine this was Eddie Bauer you. Probably. And that's what my my mind went to. I was just like, she's wearing what she would wear to sell some shit to a girl. Yeah. And it was wild. If you think about it, I spend, okay, so... 
four out of seven days in mm. cargo pants and polos. Yes. So when I have an opportunity to go out looking like a real person, mm-hmm. I take that opportunity with full force. I get that. And for a while I was opposed to wearing like heels even and not like crazy stiletto like heels or whatever but like i have one pair of black boots with like thick chunky heels that i wear going out because they're super comfy right and it just it makes me feel like a real human and not a lab dwelling creature that yeah like i said earlier elbow deep in uh (laughs) freaking fiberglass insulation digging bullets out of ceilings right like a life yeah. no other would yeah. understand. Yeah. No, I get that because for me, and granted, mine is lax, but like I wear like workout mm-hmm. all the time at work. So I can drive anywhere and then go to the gym. Like yeah. that's what my nine to five is. So it is, it's nice to be able to be like, oh man, I'm going to put on a polo or a button up or yeah. something just yeah. to feel different. It feels good. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Eddie Bauer. Uh-huh. What what did, was that? So I'm guessing for college, <laughs> you got a job. So I started in retail doing like small jobs at 17, like, you know, yeah. seasonal stuff, whatever. Yeah. Um, when I graduated college, I did not have a career, so to speak. Um, but... I had worked for Lucky Brand for a really long time. Really? Yes. Have a pair of jeans. I have a pair of jeans. I still enjoy their products, um, but I worked for them seasonally all throughout college, and they were opening up a store not far from where Jason and I were going to be moving in together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a keyholder position with them, and then I just kind of bounced around. I went from Lucky Brand to Journeys, and then from Journeys to Eddie Bauer. Wow. So it was more so towards like working retail and being management area. Yeah. And then yeah. it's just like taking a management position. Yeah. I, I worked my way up. I got to assistant management. I left Lucky for assistant management at Journeys. Mm-hmm. And then I left Journeys for assistant management at Eddie Bauer. Right. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, in Eddie Bauer's clothes and um, clo- Like, mostly outdoors gear, oh, really? outerwear. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, like, promo package on the TV that played was, like, literally people jumping out of helicopters on skis and Jesus stuff Christ. and, like, whitewater you kayaking. You worked for 007? <laughs> uh, no, I worked for absolutely, well... Not the people I worked for, but the people that bought the products were the insane people doing those things. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, so okay, I, I tended to that. lean more towards the, like, this will pack well if you're going to travel through Europe kind of crowd. Yes. <laughs> that, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was my market. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so really quickly, uh-huh. before we move to the next job I want to talk about. Yes. Disclaimer again, people. Yes. Um, any crazy, because you said the lunatics that jump out of things, and it just makes me think... Were they also lunatics while buying? Not always. Um, there's one customer that stands out as just like a typical Karen. Quote oh, no. Um, who my coworker friend and I dubbed Dolores Umbridge because she was in <laughs> all pink and threw a hissy fit about the sign saying select styles yeah. Yeah, were yeah, yeah. on sale. But the thing yeah. she wanted wasn't on sale. I'm never coming here again. Okay, bye. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> see what I care if you don't shop here again. Right. Make right. my day. Right. Um, right. But right. Right. A lot 
Uh, I mean, with any mall, you get your your weird people. Yeah. But a lot of our customers um, were really, really cool people. There was one guy that came in fairly regularly and then just didn't show up for a while. Okay. And when he came back, he looked entirely different and yeah. was like, oh, yeah, I just spent like six months in the Himalayas, like helping people <sighs> recover from um, like earthquake damage or something wild like that. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. It just the nicest people ever. Yeah. So well, it's, I mean, I mean it's a must crap be true. Shoot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a crap it's shoot. A, whatever you get. You know, he disappeared and we were like, is he okay? And then he just turned up <laughs> just one day. Came back. Yeah. Well, Maddie's that guy from Shit's Creek with the beard. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's who I'm imagining yeah. is the guy. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's get in to what you do. How does one, is this what you did in college? Like, is this what you were going for? This is what I was going for. I took, I guess, what might be considered now an unconventional route to get there. Okay. Um, so I, for the longest time, my goal was to be Bones. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. So I took... One class in high school that was called Forensics and Emerging Diseases. The first half focused on forensic science studies. The second half focused on, um, you know, how to avoid a pandemic. Um, wow. <laughs> you fucking fail. <laughs> <laughs> oh Listen, I don't work for the CDC. I work in forensics. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You didn't save us, Kate. Anyway, <laughs> that wasn't my job. I, I see dead people, Chris, back. <laughs> I see dead people. Yeah, what the fuck's a Chris? Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I wanted to be Bones. Okay. There was a book I read for that class in high school that I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that without, like, the fleshy bits. Really? Yeah. Um, so that's how I found out about forensic anthropology, which is the study of Bones as it applies to the criminal justice system and, like, right. investigations and stuff. Okay. Um... And I went to JMU, where I met Jason, for yep. um, biological anthropology. And mm. I minored in criminal justice. So that was kind of me trying to marry my two interests. Worlds. Yes. Right. Um, which was a great background, and I had a lot of fun. Uh, but now there are programs that, like undergraduate programs, that are strictly forensic science that it's a lot easier to get a job right fresh out of your undergrad program with a degree in forensic science it's weird to me because like they okay. probably existed and i was just hell bent okay. on doing the anthropology thing okay but maybe that's what it is because yeah. i'm i wanted to say and like kate's the youngin in the group i'm the baby so like i feel like you should have had the world like yeah. everything, like nothing that I would have gotten. Like mine would have been like flash photography, change the bulb. Yeah. Um, oh, but like for you, you went this route and your first job is where we live, like in the area. Yeah. Okay. So what was that first job like? Well, I had to get a second degree before I even got that first job. Shut up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So. Okay. <laughs> so about a year after I graduated, I took like a year off and then I applied to an online master's program. 
so I got a second degree and it still took a year, year and a half after that before I landed the job. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that's why you were saying you had to do two. Yeah. It's a surprisingly competitive field. Is it? Yes. That's why. Well, I guess so. Because like your first hours were like bonkers. Like, yeah, you were like, hey, I got hired, but I'm working Batman hours. I I did work Batman hours (laughs) half the time Um, where my previous position, um, we alternated every four weeks between days and nights. Right. So for that job, that looked like. 8 to 4 versus 3.30 to 11.30 p.m. Right. But that also included being on call. Right. So two nights a week, it was have your phone on and loud, and we might wake you up if somebody gets shot. Oof. Okay, so someone gets shot. What What do you got to do? Like, you get that call, 2 a.m., boom, come out to a scene. I get that call. I get the address. I get... A brief synopsis of what happened. I try to remember it because I'm half asleep. Yeah. And then I call my supervisor again when I get to the office and say, where am I going? What happened? <laughs> okay, true or false, you just seen the new Batman movie. Are you the beginning of that movie where, like, Robert Pattinson's writing in a diary? He's trying to remember who he is. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> is that what it, it, is? it was while I had on call shift. <laughs> because you really do when you're woken up out of a dead sleep like that and you know you have to like turn it on and so much of the job relies on being sharp and like cognizant and very focused yeah it takes a lot to get into that headspace so when you get the first call it's like huh okay okay Uh uh-huh all right and then it, and then you roll out of bed, right? And throw pants on and Whoa. a shirt, and you're gone. Whoa! Maybe you remember your shoes. So, like, okay, you go to the scene, ficking, ficking, ficking. You're taking pictures. Yes. Is that what you're? You're that picture person. I'm the picture person. Wow. I'm the put the evidence markers down person. I'm the take measurements person. Yeah. Um, I'm the collect things person. Yeah. Have you, and is this at the beginning or is that where you're at now? Or is there any, like, what are the, um, like, upgrades you can do? So I can move up. I So part of the reason I switched departments is because of the opportunity to move up and what it required of me. Yeah. Um, so in my previous position, all I could really do to move up was stick around. Wow. So I... Stay there for four years, you get a bump up. You stay there for 10 years, you get a bump up. There was no, like, educational requirements. There was no specialization requirements. Yeah, yeah, because there's some jobs that are like, oh, we need to send you to go do this thing. Yeah, you have to get trainings and do that kind of thing. Wow. So, where I'm at now, um, there is still a tenure aspect of it. You have to be there for at least so many years before you can move up. But it also requires you to specialize, which means taking a field within forensic science right and completing at least 80 hours of training on that yeah um so that you can uh contribute to the investigation further in certain ways so our department um has specializations in um 
buried remains and entomology, which yeah. you would think would be right up my alley doing right. the bones thing. Yeah. Um, but the frequency with which that comes about is rare. Uh-huh. Uh, plus, I don't like bugs. Um, no thanks. Yeah, so entomology is the bug thing. So I was nah. like, you know, I should want that one, but I'm going to I'm gonna push that aside. It doesn't come up all that often. Gotcha. Um, they also have digital evidence, so, like, clarifying video to, like, look for license plates and, like, that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, I don't remember the other one right now, but the one that I'm doing is um, bloodstain pattern analysis. So I've noticed you brought up a few times in just regular life where, like, you have to fucking hit things to see how the blood goes some yeah. dexter shit yeah so i've gone from bones you're to living dexter. dexter now i have no intention of vigilante justice but that's not to say it's not on the table kate is vengeance uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is that is that like fun is that the fun day at work oh it's so much fun yeah um until you get sterilized sheep's blood on your glasses (laughs) (laughs) really yeah luckily it comes right off oh thank god (laughs) wow like started at any started at a popcorn stand and now we here 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 we are baby wow okay so do you feel this is something you're just going to be with the rest of your life Um, I think about that a lot because realistically the job is very physical and Mm -hmm. does require a lot of movement and I know I'm not going to be able to do it forever. I already have the knees of someone 30 years my senior, I feel like. Talk to me. (laughs) So I know I'm not going to be able to do it forever. So I think about like, I don't know, maybe I go down the route of teaching and do like... Mm -hmm. I don't know, something at like TCC. Like, teaching the class. Yeah, like for teach, this. yeah, like teaching okay. college courses or um, I sometimes joke about starting a forensic consulting uh, agency yes. for writers or like yes. movie people. You wink, know what? Wink, nudge, nudge. I love that because that is a perfect st- spot to end this episode and bring it up. Next week, when Kate brings on the drinking games. Uh, Kate, thank you. Do you want to plug anything? Um, You know what? I'm going to plug Blue Ridge Boxer Rescue. Because I told Jason he should have. And he was like, well, you can. So we got one of our lovely, adorable, dumb dogs from Blue Ridge Boxer Rescue. And he's a big sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And they service, I believe, the Virginia, North Carolina, Tennessee area. Oh, okay. Um specifically uh boxer and boxer mixed dogs and yeah support them donate get a dog get a dog what are you doing (laughs) they're great they're they're real cuddly and sometimes they're awkward and goofy and their tongues don't fit in their mouth and it's fun it's adorable uh kate we will definitely add that tag on the episode as well thank you for coming on this week happy to be here uh we will see you next week when you play some drinking games and you tell us more things about your life all right everybody have a good one cheers if you enjoyed this episode make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted and please remember to always drink responsibly